0: Hello and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren Legrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso and happy Valentine's Day my sweet creative soul. So, today's a day. It's the second part of the interview with my boyfriend, Timmy, and we're taking your questions. So, we're talking about everything ranging from how to know if you found the one to when you should sleep with someone to like what should you say and shouldn't you say early on in a relationship? What are the rules? Do rules even exist? So many good little nuggets in this. We took your questions. And we answered some of our own and really kind of delved even further into the story, but also gave you some great takeaway in this episode. Whether you're dating, single out there, or in a relationship, I know this episode will give you some great tools on how to find love, cultivate love, and hopefully just some relatable funny stories too. We had a lot of fun doing it. And for the cynics out there, stay hopeful. There is a chance for you. And you might just become a romantic after all. You never know. I did. (laughs) All right, let's get to it. Here's my chat with Timmy. Baby, don't be nervous. I'm a little nervous. (laughs) Today, we have a lot of questions from the viewers, from the listeners at home. Um, I want to read some of them and see what you think. Okay. These are some of them are from listeners. A lot of them are from my friend Ashley. <laughs> uh okay. Let me scroll back. She gave some good ones. Signs a guy is really into you. Honey, what do you think?
1: Um I mean I, I think communication is always like a really good sign. Mm-hmm. So if they're if they're reaching out to you, if they're making first moves, um inviting you out places that's that's a pretty good sign because guys guys are not as communicative i think as as well, women we found can that be.
0: out the hard way <laughs> timmy was like never on the phone apparently before he met me i called him and he's like hello yeah, like, he acted like I was like some sort of alien <laughs> in- interfering with his life. Well,
1: I should say I at first I didn't know what was going on because we we had gone on this amazing date and then you had called me up. And I I thought I was like, oh, no, something must have gone wrong. Something must be wrong. No,
0: I was I got drunk accidentally that night and I was like, I like him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did also a lot of things that they tell you. Here's why I don't like rules. Because yeah. I broke every single rule with you mm-hmm. and you still loved me. Mm-hmm. And here's my thing. And I actually heard Hannah Burner say this once and I really agree with it. With the right guy or the right person, you can't screw it up. Like if you're a jerk, yeah, you can screw it up. Mm-hmm. But if you're breaking rules that society has arbitrarily set mostly to control women, then it doesn't matter because the right guy is going to like you regardless.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If and you're I, being
0: honest and being yourself.
1: Yeah. And you, you were completely 100% yourself. And you were even telling me, you're like, I'm so myself with you.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I kept trying to be cool, but I couldn't. <laughs> I remember I was like, oh, I just can't shut up. I kept saying that. Yeah. I, I just can't shut up. Like, <laughs> stop telling him. I'm like, I'm telling you every thought I have. And that's the thing I constantly say to Tim. I'm like... I don't know how to express this to you, but I want to know every thought you've ever had.
1: (laughs) And I try my best. You've gotten so much more expressive since we've gotten together. Yeah. Because I'm more of a slow burn kind of a guy. Where it's like, I like... You're like an incense. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Is it incense?
1: Incense. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) So, signs of guys really into you. I think a, a real man will tell you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I asked you out on the yeah. on the date. Like I, there was no two ways around it. I was like, I have strong feelings for you. I want to see if there's something more would you like to go out on a date with me?
0: The sexiest thing in the world is clear communication. Yeah. I had no doubt in my mind that this was a date that he liked me, what his intentions were, that he wanted to take me out. It wasn't like, Oh, where do you want to go? It was like, he made the plans. Like he sent me a, uh, the restaurant we're going to go to. He's like, does this look good? I'm like, if you think it looks good, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing. I can get down once in a while for a gender role, If I trust the person, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and it's not even a gender role. I can get down for like somebody taking charge if I trust them. I only get into like high functioning and high anxiety mode when I don't trust that I'm safe. Mm
1: -hmm. So I
0: think that like you can tell if a guy's into you, if he wants to make you feel safe and cared for too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. And I I wanted to, I, I wanted to make that clear and I wanted to do that. So if a guy does that, if a guy asks you out, chances are he likes you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How about this one? Should a guy come up with a plan for a date when reaching out and does that make it an indicator they're serious? Yes. I agree.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because again, like it it ties into that whole thing about being safe and you know, it's taking charge in a, in a confident way because confidence is very attractive. And so when a guy can do that, when, when he puts the foot forward, the first foot forward and says, I I'd like to take you out on a date. I have a plan. I know this place. And that when we went to Verse, the the restaurant that I took you out on the our first date,
0: or as I describe it, a sexy library.
1: Yeah, a very sexy library. With jazz music. That was I I was looking for places that were romantic, but also this place was kind of themed toward you because it was there's um live music that plays that goes along with the cuisine and I knew that you were really into music and it was a big thing for you and so I was like this is going to be an amazing place to take her and if someone is putting in that level of thought I think that that just shows it, it shows the level of care that they're interested in or the the investment that they're interested in
0: it was literally unbelievable I think the first few weeks of our dating I've stopped asking you this question because now I'm just like you're just a baby angel but I kept asking Tim, where did you come from? <laughs> like, I wasn't 100% convinced that he wasn't an alien yeah. amongst us. Yeah. You, you know?
1: You played that song from uh, Aurora. Aurora. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's 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 amazing. It's called Different Kind of Human. I can totally see the aliens abducting you and being like, we have to get you out of here. <laughs> it's a beautiful song. You should check it out. Yeah, but I totally agree. Like, looking back on all the guys I went on dates with before you, it was like clowns clowns they didn't care
1: (laughs) send in the clowns well they're already here (laughs) but i i will say too that a lot of that like so that came from my own heartbreaks and trial and error and you know like i i've made like bad dates or bad mistakes or whatever in love and so this time like i was just waiting and manifesting and it felt right and i was like i want to do this a hundred percent right and Mm -hmm. i i really want to make it count
0: Yeah. And I think that the thing that we don't think about a lot of the time as women is it's like super vulnerable to do that as a guy, you Mm -hmm. know, while you are taking charge and being strong at the same time, putting in that level of care really shows your hand. Mm -hmm. Like I had no doubt in my mind, you were down for me Mm -hmm. after that date. I was like, oh, this guy. And I mean, in the, in the car, because I already liked you at this point, I was like, Hey, Got to tell you, as a friend, you're killing it right now. That's
1: right. Yeah. (laughs) Which boosted my confidence even more that night. And I was like, yes. You know, because some people, it's always like hit or miss whether people like the chivalry. I guess, you know, some people don't like it.
0: I think I still have like that traditional piece of me being Italian Catholic and being from the Midwest,
1: Mm -hmm. but...
0: I mean, I want to have like a completely equitable relationship, but Mm -hmm. I still want to feel special. And I think you do, too. Like all people do. Yeah. But uh, for me, the the first date is still like a time when I really do want to be courted. And I told you early in our relationship. Yeah. I explicitly said I'd like to be courted. (laughs)
1: And I loved that, and I was <laughs> totally down for it. I loved the courtship.
0: Yeah, and he went around telling his friends, "I'm courting a girl right now."
1: Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> I've never been able to say that before. Yeah, and it was it was just so lovely to be able to say that. Happy and then to give you that opportunity. My friends, when we became official, they said, "Well, court adjourned."
0: <laughs> <laughs> true, true. We still go to court from time to time.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love taking you to court. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Oh. Should girls text guys to say thank you after the date or is saying it at dinner sufficient?
1: Hm. That's a good question.
0: Sure, if you want to. I think do whatever you want to. I I don't know. What do you think, baby?
1: Um, yeah, I think I think there's no no rule. Um saying thank you right then and there is good. You know, it would it would be weird not to say thank you. Yeah. Then so and there. Weird. Um, and then I think if the if the date really went well, then sure, why not send a text afterwards saying, you know, like if if you wanted to see the person again, just say, yeah, I had a great time. Thank you so much. Really wonderful. Um, and if if not, if you don't want to see the person or if the date didn't go so well, there's probably no need to send the text.
0: Yeah, definitely not, because that will send the wrong idea if if you're not feeling it. Right. I think in general, don't be afraid. Like. I'm so happy I said to you, you were killing it. But like, I think if, if a guy's doing a great job and really making you feel special, I don't know. Don't hold back your enthusiasm. Like I used to play so many games. I thought I'm like, Oh, I can't do this unless he does that. And and I make up all these rules in my head. But again, with Tim, I broke every single rule (laughs) and it was bliss. Yeah. (laughs) And, and we just loved each other and got each other. So I say, don't be afraid to be your full self. And if your full self is enthusiastic and wants to tell him he's doing a great job and that you're grateful for the dinner, do it then and there and do it in the text. Do it whenever you feel like it. Saying thank you is never going to be met with anger.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being yourself, I think, is just the the key there. It's
0: the key, baby. Okay. Next question. Um, Parents, mom and dad, if you're listening, I'm going to need you to turn off the podcast. (laughs) Any family members, go ahead and turn it off. This is being censored for inappropriosity. Oh, boy. How long until you should have sex? If you have have sex too soon, will the guy not take you serious and see you as girlfriend material? Well,
1: Yeah. Do you want to take this one, babe? I do. (laughs)
0: Um, I used to, this is another thing I gave myself a lot of rules with growing up. I used to think like, I mean, there was one time when I made a guy wait like six months to even see my boobs. Hmm. Um, I think he turned out to be gay, which really explains why it was such an okay thing for him to wait so long. <laughs> but um, I used to have a lot of rules like, okay, well, I have to like see him this many times and like we have to go through A, B, and C and like, you know, I would make up all these rules for myself. And what I really realized is um, none of that's true and it all comes from Catholicism telling me that the only way to be a good girl, quote unquote, is to save myself for marriage and that in the right relationship, again, you having sex with someone or going to a certain level of intimacy with someone is not going to screw it up as long as you both feel comfortable with it and are both equally consenting to it. Um the first time tim and i had sex (laughs) i literally had an out loud debate with myself about whether we should do it i was like well on the one hand if we do it i really want to do it but on the other hand if i if we have sex i'm going to get more attached to you so i'm like i'm really not sure what to do i don't know what do you think we should do and he was like i'd really like to do it yeah (laughs) but like again no one would ever recommend that (laughs) Right. <laughs> but it didn't deter you at all.
1: No, no. And I think that it, it really does come down to the individuals. Yeah. You know, it's like if if you're not ready, don't do it. Yes. If it feels right, then it's okay. And the the guy from my perspective too, there there wasn't a part of me that looked at Lauren any differently because of that. Yeah. Um it it felt right for me too. It was like we're we're clearly at this moment where we both want this. Yeah. Let's go for it. And
0: the other thing to keep in mind, some people, I, God bless them, like I wish I could, I don't actually wish this. I'm happy that I am the way I am. But like some people really can have sex and not get attached or not get more attached. And I think that's wonderful. I learned the hard way through my journey, like dating, that that's not me at all. Mm. Um, if I'm physical as someone, I am going to get emotionally more attached to them because my therapist says I bring my heart and my groin to the bedroom. And so if that's you, just know yourself and, and know that if you get more attached to that person, you're going to start falling for them harder and make sure that's a person that you're cool with falling for. I had known Tim for four and a half months before we even went on our first date. So Mm -hmm. I already knew his character by the time we started dating. So it wasn't as hard for me to make that decision when I made it. Mm -hmm. But if you've just known a person one or two dates, you may not feel as comfortable to do that because you don't really know their character and you don't know if you're going to fall for them. Again, if you're a person who is able to stay in control of that, do it anytime, anytime you want to. Um, But I do think you have to just, like, know yourself, know what you want, know what the other person wants, and... um, and be prepared for the consequences of feelings.
1: Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, be prepared for the, the consequences.
0: And feel free to have an out loud debate and see if they respond well to it. Yeah. He
1: was, like, literally amused. It was. I've never we were, experienced that like, laying that before. there
0: laughing, like, what is happening?
1: <laughs> Just thinking, like, I think we should do it, but sure, like, I'll hear you out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it was like giving exhibit a exhibit b exhibit c (laughs) ridiculous um okay this is interesting i don't know how you'll feel about this one somebody asks, how long until you know someone is the one
1: Mm. yeah that's that's a really good question and we've talked a lot about that in terms of like how like what is the one how Mm -hmm. do you know is there a the one Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we've felt it. I've felt it at least in little increments, little yeah. powerful increments, of just like you know the the signs, like the o- over Christmas time and seeing the two o two, and that was the where I was manifesting you a couple of years ago. It was just like, oh, that's this could be the one. Yeah. Or those feelings of electricity that you explained were they're they're kind of inexplicable, but yeah, you feel them and you're like there's something here so i i think many times throughout the week i'll i'll feel those feelings of like this could be the one this is really really special and i know it's so cliche but when you know you know
0: yeah i always hated it when people said that i would get really <laughs> upset because i never felt like i knew uh-huh i was always questioning everything and then once i met you i felt like i knew it was just easy. Mm. And I think the one that that phrase still scares me because it's like the one. Yeah. The one. Yeah. Like it feels so limiting. But I think what we talked about the other day, it's like, you know, like people in songs are always like, you said forever. Now you're gone mm-hmm. and crying about that. And it's like, OK, I don't know what the one means or if that exists. But if it does, I feel like it's
1: you. same baby
0: (laughs) and I see no end to loving you and I want to love you for every day as long as I possibly can
1: aw thank you I want to do the same for you too and I hope
0: that's a long ass time yeah I did write a song called I see forever in your eyes so maybe I do say forever sometimes (laughs) that song's about Tim maybe I'll share it with you
1: (laughs) I can see forever in your eyes as well (laughs) That's that's another way. Yeah, there's I see forever. Hello. <laughs> it's another it's another example of the the one, you know, you find them I think you find them many places and if you're open to it, the more places you find them, the more you'll know that you've found the one.
0: The more places you find the one moments, yeah. the more you know. It's like stacking up. Yeah, and I will say just like as far as like knowing Tim was like going to be in my life for a really long time. I knew the first night that we went on a date, mm. like really the next morning when I woke up and I was like, what was that? Mm-hmm. That was when I really knew mm-hmm. when I woke up the next morning and I was like, well, can't blame it on the eh, 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 alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spry as a little spring chicken. Um, <laughs> and I was still feeling all of those intense emotions and like tingly feelings. I was like, Okay. I get it. I surrender.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You just, there's nothing you can do. You just have to surrender to yeah. it. Yeah. Like that's how I was feeling too. You know, it's the reason why I wanted to keep seeing you month after month and keep spending time with you is there was something that was pulling me towards you that I couldn't explain. And I just had to make sure that there was something there, like something. I don't know what I'm trying to say.
0: You had to. You had to explore it because if you didn't, you knew you were...
1: Yeah, I would have regretted it for the rest of my life. Yeah, you were
0: letting a candle sit there when it could have burned. Yeah. But in a good way, in a regenerative way.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so I'm so happy that I took that chance.
0: I am too. Thank God. Because I said to him, I never would have said anything ever. Just knowing my track record, I wait until I'm out of the feeling to ever say anything to anyone unless they approach me first. Which makes sense with the human design, even though sometimes I don't really
1: like it. Yes, <laughs> and I knew that you—you—it was big for you to be invited. Yeah, you needed to wait for an invitation. That's why, honestly,
0: like as much as I like Bumble, I never went on a single date from Bumble.
1: Mm. Not
0: one, because the girl has to ask the guy first. Right, right. I never had one date. I matched with people constantly, but never had one date. It's mm. very interesting. Probably had like a hundred matches. I mean, I did okay in my day. <laughs> uh, Any guy
1: would be lucky to to be with you. To yeah. Spend time. Thanks, baby. I'm the luckiest one. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. What is one word to describe each other? Beautiful. Oh.
1: Energetic, fun, loving, caring. I
0: was gonna say everything. <laughs> You're everything.
1: Yeah, that's really tough, the one word. Yeah.
0: Um, I just think thoughtful. You are so thoughtful. You are so, 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 so thoughtful. I've mm. never met anyone as thoughtful as you. Oh, thank you. Like you take a little sentence I said from months ago and then make it come to fruition like as a little gift months later where when I got my condo, so y'all I I bought my condo. I do want to be transparent and saying I had my dad's help for the down payment because there's no way with LA real estate that you can do this alone. Um I mean if you're super, mega rich, but hopefully someday, fingers crossed. <laughs> but um when I bought my condo, you gave me this bracelet and mm-hmm. it, I had bought the condo from uh, this really cute Greek couple. One of the guys was actually from Greece and the bracelet was from you tell them about the bracelet.
1: Yeah, so I I had been to uh, to Greece in a a school field trip when I was a junior in high school, and uh, I my my family like wanted me to pick up little things for them. And I wanted to pick up little things for them, and so I got this bracelet. I, I got a bunch of things. I got like a, this bracelet. I got some other little trinkets and stuff. And as I was passing them out when I came back back home. Every, I had given everyone their things, and then this bracelet I was like, I kind of just want to hang on to this because everyone's got something, and I feel like this I should give this to someone special, but I don't know who yet I'm just gonna hang on to it and I kept it that that was two thousand seven I think, and I had kept it and taken it with me everywhere that I went and i tra- I traveled around the world kind of i mean around the world Timmy
0: lived in all these different European countries, like he has literally lived all over the world, mm-hmm. m- multiple states, mm-hmm. so everywhere he went, he took this bracelet with him that he'd had since he was a teenager,
1: yeah, and then then when i then I met Lauren and I was you know we were falling in love and we were together and we were dating, and then she had just got her condo, and I remembered you know from this Greek couple, and uh I thought, well, this will be a really nice cute thing and and i've i've been looking for the one to give this to and it felt right and i was like this this is meant to be it's meant to be hers
0: and you gave it to me i gave it to you but imagine somebody saving a bracelet for is that 15 years
1: something like that yeah Yeah.
0: and then like waiting for the moment and then you just had this perfect moment where you had this momentous thing where you bought your first place Mm mm-hmm it was like unbelievable and he does things like that all the time <laughs> not all of them are from teenagers but yeah. <laughs> but like little moments he'll take and then like make into this huge thoughtful gesture so definitely i would say thoughtful
1: yeah thank you very much
0: okay let me hit us with like the last few here oh best memory you both have so far you can be favorite too cuz there's so many good ones
1: yeah Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. I mean, that that night, that evening on the Bluffs, watching the sunset, I mean, that was just so picturesque and beautiful and kind of just perfect in a way of like, we we knew we wanted to, we knew we liked each other. We wanted to spend more time with each other and there wasn't a TV in sight. There wasn't, I mean, we had our phones on us, but we just talked the whole time and we were just out in nature and we were just living life and we really enjoyed each other's company in this beautiful scenery
0: yeah and an interesting thing about us is we didn't really even watch tv for like the first three or three months we were dating
1: yeah yeah like i
0: don't think we watched our first tv show together besides i showed you a couple episodes of the office because i told you if you don't like that we can't date yeah (laughs) (laughs) like you don't get me and we can't we can't be together um thank god he did he watched the whole series loved it yes but Besides that, we didn't watch anything together. We just constantly talked. Yeah, we talked about deep spiritual stuff. We laughed our asses off, <laughs> and and that's basically it. Talked
1: and uh, ate great food and ate great food
0: <laughs> and maybe some other activities. Maybe
1: some other yeah <laughs> interesting activities.
0: Jumping jacks.
1: <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I mean it's and that's another reason why you can know that you found the one. It's yeah. like you don't need anything else other than the person right in front of you Yeah,
0: and we went on some beautiful dates but like oh you took me on a beautiful date. i think that was my favorite memory because that truly sealed the deal for me i'm like i never have to worry about this guy anyone who could plan a date like this is never going to be bad
1: oh the the dream wish manifest (laughs) yes he planned a date
0: he first of all like i don't let anyone surprise me because i like to be in control or like pretend like i'm in control but um I let him surprise me. He like would not tell me a thing about this date. And he picked me up and he's like, tonight's theme is Dream Wish Manifest. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then you gave me all these like crystals that were special for my birthday. And then you gave me this little thing here that I'm wearing, which I wear. I've worn this like necklace almost every day since then. Yeah, um, and I got a matching one. He's got a matching one. We have love necklaces. We're Very cute. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like this this necklace to like the stone inside of it is for prosperity and for new love and new beginnings so like he gave me that um and w- didn't you give me one other thing too
1: yeah um What that? Is that when i brought you that pumpkin
0: oh yeah he yeah. brought me this little pumpkin because um my song lady in black with a purple hat this pumpkin had a purple hat on and also one day i said to him i go we're like two little eggs And he didn't – I don't think you knew this at the time, but the eggs that I pictured – I know this doesn't make any sense, but just bear with me. The eggs I pictured had little faces on them, and they were swaying back and forth, and the face on this pumpkin looked just like what I was picturing on the egg. Mm. Coincidence? I think not. And he also (laughs) brought me pumpkin flowers, which – they're little pumpkins that are like in a bouquet.
1: Yeah, it was interesting.
0: And then we got in the car, and I'm like, "Hey, can I put on the radio?" And this was just unplanned. But he, uh, right after he told me the theme of the night was Dream Wish Manifest, this the first song that comes on the radio is Dream On by Aerosmith, and it's like the first note. Yeah. And I'm like, "What the hell is that?" Then he takes me to this hotel, and I'm like, "Oh, this is random. I wonder if like coming here for drinks." And we walk. This is like maybe. A week or two before Pretty Little Boy, my latest single came out, and we walk into this um, gallery, and it's all these black and white photos of famous musicians. And he's like, "I want you to like look at all these photos and picture yourself up there because you've got this single coming out, and you're gonna be up here on this wall someday. And I want you to like really picture yourself there." And then we walked through this like we did that, and then the the hotel had this like beautiful garden that was like a maze, and we walked through it and we're like making out underneath the flowers, <laughs> and then we went onto this like balcony part of the hotel and we're like kissing on the balcony and then this guy came up and he's like there's two people kissing out here
1: <laughs> two people kissing over here and we gave
0: him the name Doug and then we've done impressions of Doug ever since like i hope we see him again someday we yeah. should go back to that
1: hotel yeah
0: um his name also isn't Doug um and then he took me to this restaurant what was it called
1: tree of wishes tree of
0: wishes and Obviously, my dreams are really important to me. I do this podcast, and this this restaurant you write your wishes on a piece of paper and you tie them on a tree in hopes that it comes true. Also some of the best food I've ever had, yeah, and then we went home and you know, like had a little bit of wine and that was when i really i knew I was I loved you before then, but I was like, oh, I'm like in love with this guy,
1: yeah, yeah, that was because we I took the courtship seriously and I was like okay if i if she wants to be courted and I want to take her out on another. Fancy date, like here we go. This yeah. this is what it is.
0: After my accidental love slip, I promised myself I wasn't gonna say I love you until I couldn't hold it in anymore. <laughs> so it was it took another week, but I was like, Oh, I'm madly in love with this guy. Hmm. So that's my favorite
1: memory. Yeah. That whole night. Yeah, that's a beautiful memory.
0: Um oh, this is interesting. One thing that would make the relationship stronger for each of
1: you. Hmm. Wow yeah that's a that's really interesting i've I've noticed that when we travel together we grow in a way that we couldn't if we were just here living our lives in l a so the the day to day routine like i I love it but there's something that is different about traveling together and we we discover each other in in different ways and new ways and I think that more adventures like that bring us closer together,
0: yeah I think just both of us continuing to seek deeper understanding in each other and of ourselves, we both are very committed to self-development work. We do it in different ways, but I'm really impressed with the growth I've seen in you with the growth I am going through. And like, honestly, like how much I've like had to mature being with you because (laughs) I was in a relationship where I was used to being the right one all the time. Mm. And it was because the other person, or actually it wasn't just that relationship, like all my past relationships, like the other person was really screwing up. So it was like, I had nothing really to work on. And I think subconsciously, I purposely chose relationships where I wouldn't be on the hook, where I was the one that was in a better place morally or whatever, not morally, but like I felt like I was somehow emotionally superior Mm -hmm. and you my friend, my lover <laughs> have challenged me in ways beyond anything i'm used to because we are in an equal relationship. Yeah. And we're in a relationship where we equally challenge each other and where we both have to bring our best selves to the to the plate. So i think just continuing to like get to know each other and love each other and focus on our self-development work and ask where we could be better and like try to understand one another and um support each other gently and lovingly. I think just more of the same. And yeah, like mm-hmm. anything disruptive, even though it's hard sometimes, like traveling or a conflict always brings us closer together. I think just continuing to do what we do. I'm really, I'm really, really happy. I think too, as, as our careers will grow, I think that will be really fun to see.
1: Yeah. 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 As we as we help each other and help each other grow career-wise, love-wise, person-wise, I you make me a better person as well, Mm -hmm. which was missing in some of my other relationships, too, of just, like, I never felt like I wanted to be more specifically for the other person so that we could be our best together.
0: Yeah, ditto, baby. Yeah, I was totally, like, coasting. I kind of just, like, I was like, okay, my relationship's over there, and I'm going to do all these other things here, Mm -hmm. whereas now it's, like, I take you into account when I do things, Yeah, and it's not... I think in, in my past life... In all relationships past, I thought that meant I was compromising myself. But what I know now is in the right relationship, it doesn't feel like a compromise of yourself. It feels like just being thoughtful, Mm. taking someone else into account. Yeah. And also you want to share your life with that person. Yeah. How have you changed as individuals and as a couple since you got together?
1: I as as far as like a couple like just talking about taking the other person into account like you're always on my mind in a in a great way of just like how can i <laughs> you're always on my mind you're always on my mind i i i want to do nice things for you i want to be thoughtful i want to be i want to give you things i want to do things for you um so as as far as like a couple is concerned, like you make me want to be more thoughtful and generous, and as an individual, I think there's a lot of like holding myself accountable for growth, wanting to grow wanting to wanting to be my best self in in all of the shortcomings that I have and you're you're a really good person to hold me accountable and like hold up a mirror and not in a bad way, but just ways and telling me how you need to be loved and thinking okay how can I give her love this way and where am I not giving myself the same love or the same opportunities that's good baby yeah
0: you've definitely made me more thoughtful so much more thoughtful because I'm more like a person naturally who's thoughtful in the moment but being with someone who's as pre-planned thoughtful as you are has made me up my game and also like I would ruin the thoughtfulness because like I just wanted to like share what I was doing sometimes. So like when I first was learning how to be thoughtful with you or romantic, I'd be like, do you know what I did for you? And you'd be like, why are you telling me this? Just surprise me or show it to me when I get there. And I'm like, I know, but I wanted to tell you. So it's like, it's really taught me some self-control too, because like I can be pretty, I can be pretty impulsive or like not even impulsive. I don't have patience. Mm. So you've taught me to be a little bit more patient too, because also, I know exactly how I feel when I feel it. Sometimes you you don't know how you feel or like you're way more expressive now. But like especially in the beginning, you wouldn't express how you felt until like after something had happened. Mm-hmm. So I had to be patient and just wait for you. And one thing my therapist said to me that I think is so true and interesting is that a relationship moves at the pace of the slowest person. So mm-hmm. like you can't force somebody to like speed up their comfort level. And so it's really taught me a lot more patience and, like, grace. And and honestly for myself, too, because I'm impatient with myself. And again, like, everyone is just a mirror for you. So, like, if somebody you're in a relationship with is making you feel impatient or scared, like, that's pointing out something that's inside of you Mm -hmm. that you need to get to the bottom of. The other thing, and by far the most important and profound thing, is just, like, the edge of life has gotten taken off for me. Because I Mm -hmm. think up until this point, again, I'm still extremely driven and and very much focused on making my dreams and helping other people make their dreams come true. But up until this point, besides my parents, my family and my friends, that was all I felt I had and all I felt I could have. And so when I met you, I was like, oh, there's more to life. Mm-hmm. And this is my foundation. Kind of the same way I've always felt about my parents. So like, no matter what happens in the world, I'm still Joanne and Mike's daughter. So nothing can hurt me. But meeting you is like an extra layer of that where it's like, no matter what happens in the world, Tim is still my boyfriend. So nothing can really hurt me. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to have every single thing figured out because I have this like beautiful thing in my life. That is my foundation and my rock and everything on top of that is just like gravy, but this is real life mm-hmm. and all this stuff out there is wonderful and beautiful. But like if I'm not focused on this and like this part of my life that is the most real and precious thing to me, then none of that other stuff matters. And I'm not even like from a creative perspective, there's nothing to create from. Yeah. And you've definitely inspired my work. I mean, I'm writing love songs, which I've really never done about a person.
1: Mm -hmm. I mostly
0: wrote love songs based on other people's love or my idea of love. Mm -hmm. But I wrote a song called Forever in Your Eyes. so
1: It's a beautiful song. I love it.
0: Yeah, me too, baby. Any closing words for our friends?
1: Um, I think that, you know, just believe in yourself and believe that love is possible because it amazes me every single day how how much I love you and, and how beautiful things are with you. And I never in my wildest dreams could I have imagined or thought that I could make it happen. But every single day, we we choose to to work together, to build. And it's just really wonderful.
0: I would like to diddle everything you just said, (laughs) (laughs) but really agree with you and say like, I was the ultimate cynic. I really was. I thought, and I'm sorry to say this. I know this sounds rude, but it was just to protect myself. I really thought people who prioritize love were dumb. I really did. And I know that that's not nice, But it's because I felt so sad about the fact that I had never found a love that I didn't have to question. And I just thought it wasn't possible for people who are deep feelers. You know, I told myself that. And for you listening, I just want you to know that doesn't have to be true. Like you can have a deep, beautiful, soul-expanding love and be a deep feeler and be a complicated person And have had past hard relationships. And it's not too late for you. Frankly, if I met Tim in my 20s, I would have totally passed him by. (laughs) Not because you're not amazing, but because I didn't know what the hell was good for me. Yeah. I had to go through all of that hardship in love and, and disappointment and pain in love in order to appreciate the amazing man you are. So if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and you haven't found it yet and beyond, of course, as well. Um I actually one of my mom's closest friends is past 50 and found the love of her life, you know, like she's mm. in her 60s and found the love of her life and it took her that long, you know. So not saying that's going to happen for you, but like we don't know the timeline and we don't know what's for us until it walks into our life and splits an edible with us. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, love can happen for you and it can happen for you at any time and any age. And I think my story is proof of that. And Timmy, I think, feels the same way. Yeah, I do. So anyway, thank you, my love, Mm -hmm. for being uh, a guest on Unleash Your Inner Creative. You were amazing.
1: Thank you very much. (laughs) Happy to be here.
0: And um, Tim's an amazing actor. You should watch him do things.
1: Yeah. I've got a (laughs) couple of shorts coming out and independent films and... I guess just keep an eye out for the feisty rascal.
0: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, honey. I love you with all my heart, and I'm so, 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 so grateful for you.
1: I love you too, baby.
0: Mwah. Happy Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Every day is Valentine's Day with you. Oh sweetie. <laughs> all right. Love you all. I, I believe, believe in, in you,
1: and believe in love, love for, for, for you. you.
0: It's coming your way. We love you. Bye. Bye-bye.